And welcome to the very first episode of our podcast, Jibber Jabber, with me, Anne-Marie, and him. And it's me, yeah, hi, 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 yeah, it's Chris Bimble. it's me, Chris Party. <laughs> we will be here every Friday, every week for at least 40 minutes, inviting you to eavesdrop on our 20-year friendship. So grab yourself a cuppa, sit in your comfiest seat and kick off your shoes because it is Friday night, and you've earned it. Now let's get on with the show. Now, you mentioned that we've actually known each other for 20 years. So we met, right. yeah, so we met, right, on the 29th of October, 2002. Oh it my was my goodness. birthday. You know the date. It was my birthday. So wow. we met on my birthday. I don't think we I wish you a happy birthday. Nobody knew. I didn't tell anyone because, <laughs> because, because, because it was, I was late to college. So we met each other at college. We were both studying drama, um, well, performing arts, actually. We did it all. Um, <laughs> I was late. I was six weeks late. So what, so I'll tell you why I was late. Okay. This is a little That's nothing new though, is it? We're quite used no. to you being late. No. Yeah. Late. I mean, if I show up, it, it's, uh, it's like, yeah, he's actually here, but I was six weeks late. So I, it's in the summer, just before we go on GCSEs, I'd gone to a friend of mine's house party. So they, their parents were always away. Got, they, they were constantly on holiday, right? So I'd gone to this house party and another friend and I decided to go back to my house to pick something up. I think it was like money, maybe. I, I can't remember what it was. And on the way back, where I used to live, there was a bridal shop on the street outside. And there was this sign. It was like a gold or Nate sign, not real gold, but it was a gold or Nate sign. <laughs> and it had like a purple background. And it was cool. And it had whatever the name of the shop was like written on it right mm-hmm. um like you know bridezilla or bride to be or whatever it was it was crap or whatever it was and our friend that was hosting the party wasn't feeling very well so we said well we should take this to them as a gift so we so we lifted it off the wall and took it back to them and they loved it they thought it was the best thing ever and they felt much better so yeah good friends right but at the party there was this other person who knew the person that had the bridal shop and uh was like you've got to give it back we're like we're not giving it back so so that was that we had the party great time i went home at about 7 a.m went back to my house went to sleep woke up at about like 11 half 11 to my mother who was like fuming like absolutely raging i was like oh, what is going on slightly hung up. we had the police at the door oh. so the police were at the door right so the police at the door and they were questioning me about this sign my mother was fuming my dad was kind of finding it funny and the police officer found it the most funny like he was doing that like when you tried not to laugh and he and I was just like yeah it's under my friend's bed um so he's like well, so you've still got it I was like yeah so we gave it back anyway and everything was fine anyway they 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 then um screwed it to the wall like proper like stuck it to the wall after that but my mother was so mad so preemie picking up my GCSEs the plan was I was going to take a year out because I knew I wanted to do acting and stuff I just didn't know where I was going to go etc 
so she's fuming at this point. The year out is not happening. And she's like, you are going back to sixth form. So, so I went, I went, picked up my GCSEs. This is like two days later. I pick up my GCSEs. And I'm like, what the hell am I going to do? So I did English literature and I did business studies A-level. And it was the worst experience of my life. It was also really weird. You know, like in, in so, <laughs> I didn't go to a huge school, but it, it was almost like the only people I ever saw were the people from the sixth form. Like all the other people just didn't exist. It was like a really bad, awful horror film where at any minute one of us could get killed, but we didn't know who was going to do it because we were the only people there. It was, it was just a horrific experience. Anyway, fast forward to about five weeks into the future. I'm at my friend's house having another house party. You know, the friend that's parents were always constantly going away. And, um, a, a guy that I went to college and we, we used to go to school together. He was like, Oh, I'm having such a great time. College is amazing. I'm like, yeah, yeah. But if I'm hating sixth form, I'm going to hate college. Um, and he's like, yeah, but you can do drama there. And I was like, can I, can I, nobody tell me this. So I was like, right, I'm going to do it. Um, went back. He's like, you're not going to do it. You're not going to do it. I was like, I, I am, I'm going to do it. So that Monday went back in, spoke to the head of my department. I was like, I want to, um, go to college. They were a proper negative Nelly. They were like, well, you know, you're six weeks late. You're probably not going to get on. Even if you do get on it, you're probably not going to catch up. But all these kind of really negative stuff. So I'm like, yeah, but you can make the phone call, right? Like you can make that sort of happen. At least I can try, you know. Um, And I did. I I went to the interviews, sat there thinking, oh, my God, I'm not going to get in. I'm not going to get in. If I do get in, I'm not going to I'm not going to stay like because I'm not going to catch up like all these things whirling around my head. Had my interview got on. Um, Then I went away for my 17th birthday to. uh, Oh, that theme park. What's it called? Um, Alton Towers. Almost died there. But that Alton, Alton Towers, that's a different story for a different show. Almost died at Alton Towers. And then on the 29th of October was my first day. And that is when I met you. Wow. And that's my wow. journey getting to college. What that a journey. Is what a, a six weeks. Story. That is yeah, a story. And wow. that is what happened. So what, what when we first met, I remember you, like my first impression of you was you were a little bit moody. So if I meet anybody who is moody i'm like i like you i think we're gonna be good no friends i have no idea what I, you're talking about right now i a little bit but you sat there in your blue bloody hoodie arms crossed probably a hey, face hey like that was a thunder. famous blue hoodie <laughs> i wore it that blue hoodie out <laughs> to death i don't know what it cost but whatever it cost it was worth this waiting goal because you got every penny other and I remember looking at you and thinking, oh my God, like you, you were kind of moody. And I, but I, I related, I was like, I get it. I get it. And we were, it was almost like we were friends instantly though, wasn't it? It was almost like we knew each other before, but we never did. Yeah. I, well, I don't know. I kind of feel like, um, a lot of people were very interested in you because you were the new guy on the course that went very many um, there were many guys. I think that's. No. Like, I think that's. How, do you know what that would talking about? Like how I sort of shimmied in six weeks in. I don't yeah. think that would happen today. I think they just looked at me, and went, "Yeah, no. he's male. He'll do. He'll make up the numbers. That's fine." <laughs> I didn't want to say anything. No, I'm joking. Yeah, I don't I'm joking. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I. Well, I don't know. You came in, and I wasn't. I think I sort of held back a bit um, because I thought, oh. <laughs> 
he's getting way too much attention. I don't need to go there. And I did. I yeah, it didn't last very bit. long, though. The novelty no. well, wore off, didn't it? Like that attention. And But then that also Absolutely. made me think, I was like, oh, because you'd mentioned that before. And I was like, I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. I had forgotten about that. And then I was like, maybe, like, that's probably what made me kind of comf- a little bit more confident, especially yeah. with the opposite sex. And I'd forgotten about it. I was like, I didn't remember that. But you completely did not give me that treatment, even no. for like a, a second, let alone, you know, no, I like didn't. a week or whatever it was. No, I didn't. Um, I'm very much like that now as well. I don't tend to go out of mm. my way. I'm, I don't know why. I can't help it. It's just me. But that's what I um, like. Oh. I like that about you. I related to that. I was like, the yes, question I like is, this. Do you still think I'm moody? <laughs> um, yeah, sometimes. But I think I am as well. I think that's why we we sort of like vibe is because sometimes we can be a little bit moody. We gel. <laughs> we gel for that reason. If if you're Wednesday Adams, I'm the brother. What was he called? Was he called Pugs. He wasn't called Pugsy, was he? No, what was he called? Uh, Pudsy. The, the, Pug, Pugsley? Pudsy? Pug, I don't know. Pudsley. Oh, Is it Pudsley? Pudsley, Answers yeah. on a postcode, please. Answers on a postcard, please. Pudsey's to Pudsley's the bear, we isn't it? Children in need. Yeah, he's the bear. He's the yeah. bear, yeah. I think we are kind of a little bit like Adam's family in terms of <laughs> slightly weird and a bit, a, a little bit moody. Well, I'm going to let you talk about yourself there, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah um... So that was my first impression, really. I think I just sort of stood back and thought, oh, do you know what? I'll I'll just let him have his, you know, his uh, hour. His five minutes. <laughs> yeah, his, his hour of fame. I think it was five minutes. It really quickly think, wore off. I think the thing that gelled us more than anything was maybe several weeks later leading up to Christmas on a certain trip down to a certain pub. But I'm not going to yeah. go into that because that is again another story. That's a different story for a different show. But I do yeah. sort of remember, I feel like we met on the Monday and by the Saturday we were spending hours on the phone together talking about like whoever our crush was at the time or whatever mm. it was. And it was, um, I, it, it was like instant. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think that's what, that's what I really remember about that time. But yeah, we we can we can talk about the pub story a different time. <laughs> I think that's a good that, idea. That's a different story for a different show. Hundred <laughs> percent. So, little conversation mm. starter here for you. I was wondering if you could give any sort of advice to yeah. your younger self. Mm. Is there anything in particular that you would want to bring up? Like if I could give myself some advice. Yeah, I, I would say, you. yeah, definitely. Sometimes I I think as we grow, there there are definite um, developments that we go through. But for me, I would say to my younger self, when you think that you know what is best for you, trust that you know what is best for you and feel very comfortable saying no to things if you do not want to do them. That's yeah. the advice. And stand in that. Do not be swayed or let other people tell you that actually, no, you need to be a bit more like this. Or need, but no, if you don't want to do it, don't do it. And if you have an instinct about something, go with that instinct. Yeah. I think I think if I could give myself any advice, it would be that mm. if it seems like a good idea at the time, it's probably not a good idea. <laughs> um, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, there's... If I could go back to my younger days, there's 
there's a few things there that I wouldn't mind um, changing, you know? I do believe that everything that we go through, like you can take... Um, I think it you happens can learn for a, a reason. Yeah, like you can learn a lesson in it. I think there's definitely a lesson in even like the worst decisions that you've ever made. Yeah, 100%. So that, you know, you can move forward with that. But I... I, I I, I, and now is it is a much more popular thing, especially saying no to things. Like people are much more. I think that helps with social media and stuff. But I do remember, especially being a performer, um, when I would say no to certain things, people would look at me like I'd literally defecated over someone's grandmother's grave, because it was like you can't say no. It's it's the experience, and I was like, well, I I don't want to do it though. I I don't want to do that. And, and I can it, remember it, you being very much like that in college as well. If yeah. you didn't want to do something, you were quite verbal in that sense. And, yeah. But then I would come across as difficult or that I was a, not a team player. And I was like, well, I'm just saying I don't want to do it. It doesn't mean other people don't have to, you know, other people can do it. That's their choice. But yeah. I don't want to do this. So I think I would definitely go back. Like that for me is a, a big thing. I think I think you're always going to make mistakes, though. I think that is part of growing <laughs> up, isn't it? I think that's part of life in general, because even as a grown up, you make mistakes. It's going to happen. We're human. Um, yeah. But I think I could have um, not avoided made a couple any. of them. Yes. Yes. That's the word I was looking for. Avoided a couple of them mistakes. <laughs> avoid Definitely. Definitely. The, I could have done with some thinking... sort of guide next to me going, you're not doing that you're not doing that <laughs> but this is what i think about some of the biggest mistakes in my life without sort of like you know i'm gonna i'm gonna save it for my biography but um without going into too much when i think about a really you know awful mistake in my life whatever that may be or something i think oh god i just wouldn't do that now i always try and put myself back in that position with the same head you know the same mindset the same head on my shoulders the same amount of experience i'd have had at that particular moment and I always sort of ask did you do that free with free will and I'd be like yeah as like exactly so if you went back to that moment with all that other stuff that you had or didn't have would you have made the same decision I'm like yeah probably do you know know what I mean because as you know hindsight I think it's the most pointless bloody word in the English dictionary because absolutely hindsight would be a wonderful thing right it, it would be brilliant but it only turns out post-event. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Once, once the mistake has been made or, or, or once that situation has been and gone, you think, oh, in hindsight, I should have done such and such. But it's like, well, yeah, but you didn't because in that, in that moment, you, you had whatever experience you had to work with. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that, th- this is the brilliant bit of advice that we would give to our younger selves. Basically... So- Based on that, based on that, Mm. what would you say to this day is the best advice you've been given then? Uh, Oh, the best advice today. Okay. So I, when I was in, (laughs) I had a therapist who said to me, you're just not that important. And a lot of people, when I say that, (laughs) when I relay that, they're like, I can't believe this. I was like, no, no, it wasn't the first session. We'd been, we'd, we'd had quite a few, but it was literally the best piece of advice I'd ever been given. Because it really realigned me with when I get caught up in stuff, whether that's work or whatever it is, I'm like, yeah, you're not that important though. Why are you taking this on? Like, it's, it's not a negative thing. It's actually, you can turn that, fr- that, those, that combination of words, I took really positively. I was like, yeah, I'm not that important. 
in the grand scheme of things, I'm not that important. So why am I taking on your energy? Why am I taking on your problems? Why am I taking all this stuff on? That doesn't belong to me. And for me, that realigns so many things in my life. Yeah. Yeah. What the best bit of advice that you've ever had, like now as a fully fledged grown up person? Well, I can't say it's really recent advice, but I think the best piece of advice, and silly as it may sound, the best piece of advice Mm. that I've ever been given is when you've had a bad day, sit down and have a nice cup of tea. And it's not a case of it'll take your worries away, but it just kind of helps you put things into perspective, having that little bit of time to yourself to reflect, to learn and to grow because I think as well it's not a case of um oh you know you've had a bad day go and react to it you've had a bad day sit down and think about it before you react to it you know so yeah if uh if life gives you lemons go and have a cup of tea (laughs) get out of my spring honestly I I think I, I honestly don't think there's anything that can't be resolved with a nice cup of tea I know Right. I think I think that is tip top advice. Go and have a nice cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> now, <laughs> FYI, FYI, did you know that some humans, obviously some humans are allergic to cats, right, mm-hmm. or, or animals. I am. But did I you am. know you're allergic well, to cats? Say- well, I was. I, I still think I am to some cats, but we've more recently had a kitten <laughs> come a into cat. the home. Yeah, we've got a cat now. Do you want to tell now. us about your story said, about oh, your cat? No. Yeah, I do. I do. Go For on, years I said, oh, no, we're not going to have a cat. We're not going to have a cat. We ended up rescuing a kitten. So this kitten has come into our lives and she is absolutely beautiful. And for a little while there, the allergies did affect me. But the, the longer we've had her, the less they affect me. So... I don't know if you can you... like immune to them. Yes, I think so. I think you build up some sort of immunity. <laughs> they do say if you try it's something crazy, once I know, I know. and you don't like it, try it another nine times and you will learn to like it. I don't yeah. know if that's true of animals, but well, you know, hey, who knows? It's definitely not true of people. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in the company of people more than certain people more than 10 times and I still don't really like them. <laughs> so where I was going with this was some humans are allergic to cats but did you know that some cats are actually allergic to humans now this is of course very very rare because yeah because humans bathe themselves they have the showers they wash etc and cats don't tend to do that as much and they don't sort of shred as much hair but very rarely, or in those rare occasions, some cats are actually allergic to humans. I um, what? Mm. This Aww. this apparently is a factual thing. So uh, yeah, on that note. So tell me something. I do have sure. a question for you. If <laughs> you could invite any six people to dinner, oh, six yeah. people to dinner. Um, be it dead or alive, who who would you ask to be your dinner guest? So they could be anyone in the world. So they don't necessarily have to be celebrities. Yep, anybody in the world. Anybody in the world. Okay, so I'm going to start with Barbara Windsor. 
Oh, okay. And I'm going to have Kenneth Williams there as well. Kenny Williams uh, of uh, the Carry On fame. Mainly because I sort of think if Barbara Windsor and Kenneth Williams had a baby, <laughs> it would be me. So I kind of think this, they are definitely <laughs> on my list. Um, who else would I ask? I kind of liked, I like the idea of asking Andy Warhol and Edie Sedgwick. So Edie Sedgwick was one of Andy Warhol's uh, superstars. And things perhaps weren't that great between them but i've heard that andy was a bit he was a bit bland in real life so i don't know how great he'd be but maybe the two of them together there could be fireworks ah oh, another two who else would i like to add in there it's tough I'm isn't a, it it's tough that is a tough one it's i think well i tell you this is this is a little bit sad but i'd, I'd i would add in as well my mum's dad because he died six years before i was born so i've never actually met him but i think that'd be pretty cool to add him in so we could okay. meet um if we're not if it doesn't have to be celebrities and oh there's got to be somebody else i'm trying to think this is a tough question i need a sixth person who do i want there who do i want who do i want um oh maybe tim burton actually because i really want to be in one of his movies so i'm going to invite tim and see if i can get into a tim burton movie there we go that's my six people (laughs) what a dinner party that would be there's me there's me, Barbara Windsor, Kenneth Williams, Andy Warhol, Edie Sedgwick, my granddad, and Tim Burton. Brilliant. Same question to you. You get to invite Fabulous. six people. Who are these six people going to be? Oh, my goodness me. I don't know. I'll be honest with you. So my first one would be the king mm. of rock and roll. Is this Mr. Elvis? Mr. Elvis Presley. Okay. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> so anybody that was in one. primary school with me will yeah. maybe remember and understand this. So when I was very, very young, I saw an advert um, on TV of Elvis Presley and one of his albums that so he was singing. And I thought he was the bee's knees to the extent where I landed up with posters in my bedroom uh, my parents bought me CDs and his videos because he was in films. Yeah, and that he's in was all films. great and dandy until I went to school the one day. And one of my friends decided to <clears throat> tell me in front of the whole class that Elvis was dead. You didn't know at this point? I didn't know. Oh, I didn't know. I know. I was so young as well. I was gutted. I was heartbroken. So obviously the posters came down and that was that. But yes, one of my guests would be Elvis Presley so that he could serenade me at my dinner table. Is there a particular song or just any song will do? Oh, oh I don't know. Um, Love Me Tender. Oh, oh soppy. I know. Uh, yeah, I know. I do like a little <laughs> bit of romance and a little bit of, you know, cheese. So, yes, that, that really was, um, yeah, I know. And then I guess two of my other guests, maybe the Chuckle Brothers, Barry and Paul, <sighs> they were a massive, massive part of my childhood. I <laughs> loved Chuckle <laughs> Brother. I saw them live in the Swansea Grand Theatre when they were doing Jack and the Beanstalk. And hey, everybody loves a little bit of a giggle, right? Yeah, they'd be fun, wouldn't they? I wonder if they feed each other to me, to you. What? (laughs) You never know. (laughs) I don't know. In my mind, they do. (laughs) No. Um, Who else? You've got three so far. I've got three. 
Oh my goodness, who else would I ask to dinner? I don't know. I would, I think, I would ask maybe somebody along the lines of Whitney Houston. Yeah. I love... She's going (laughs) to... I know. She's going to sing for a supper as well. <laughs> She's singing as well. She is singing. But I just loved Whitney Houston. I did. And um, yeah, I loved her film as well, The Bodyguard. Oh, maybe I yes, could invite Kevin film. Costner as well. You know? <laughs> and then they could... And then they could reenact it for you as well. They could do like a live version. <laughs> well, hey. And rather than that... that and rather than that guy from Bros, I can't remember his name, um, Elvis could play his part instead and they could reenact it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you're having a good giggle. I really am. Um, my last guest. <laughs> I don't know why I find it so funny. <laughs> I don't know I think why because I also, I'm starting to think, <laughs> I'm starting to think maybe the Chuckle Brothers should replace Whitney and... <laughs> And the other guy, um, and they should play the leads. I don't know. Um, right, and your other guest, sorry. <clears throat> Three, two, one, we're back in the room. <laughs> so my last guest, I think, would be oh, Magic Mike himself. Magic Mike himself. <laughs> <laughs> Just to have, you know, a little bit of good looking in there as well. <laughs> Okay, so Magic Mike is now taking on Whitney's role. Um, brilliant. Did you notice as well, do, we've, we've invited all these people, most of them are dead, but we've, we've invited all of these people. Magic but Mike's we didn't, not, though. No, he's not. He's very much alive. Um, but we, we didn't invite each other. So, um, yeah, that's our 20-year friendship volumes. over. <laughs> right, now, staying on the food subject or staying on the food topic, uh, you and I were on come dine with me uh, separately, but what what are we going to cook? What are we going to cook? If you went on, or if you have having friends around or whatever it is, you, you're cooking three courses. What are you cooking? I'd have to cook my favourite, my favourites, because, you know, they are my favourites. So I would probably <laughs> start with, <laughs> I'm just saying, they're my favourites. <laughs> but what are you trying to say? <laughs> I would start with garlic mushrooms. So but, starter of garlic mushrooms. I hate mushrooms. Um, you're not coming then, obvs. Also, if any could hear that sort of like sound of trickling, it was me pouring some water. I wasn't like having a wee or anything. Anyway, right, go on. You're in mush- garlic mushrooms. So garlic mushrooms would be a starter. And then mm. I would do a main of spaghetti bolognese with garlic bread and nice. some parmesan cheese. Oh, tasty. I know, I know, right? And obviously there'd be a lot of garlic in that as well. So, you know, we're quite safe. There's no vampires calling. No vampires. Um, no vampires, no. Uh, <laughs> you talk to me. Standardly six foot back because oof. <laughs> just just serve up just serve up a garlic clove and be like, you know, screw it. we we've got this much garlic. Do you want? Do you want ice cream with that garlic clove? I don't know. Cream? We're not having ice cream. We're not having ice cream. Mm -mm. (laughs) Nope. No ice cream. 
No ice cream. We're having no. We're having cheesecake with cream. Ooh, is it going to be homemade as well? Homemade cheesecake. Homemade cheesecake. So for me, oh, I don't know what I would do for a starter. I would probably do like a lasagna for a main. Although, if you go on a show like Come Dine with it, they expect. I don't know why people try and make you know ridiculous things. But I probably do lasagna, homemade lasagna for main because. It's pretty good when I make it, I have to say. Uh, dessert would definitely be a creme brulee. Not that I've ever made that before, but I'm sure there's a c- certain supermarket that I quite enjoy that I'd like to do the voiceover for um, that probably do them. But the the the, um, the main, what would I do for the main? Uh, the, the, the starter. I don't know what I would do for the starter. I want to say like... Prawn cocktail. Yeah, I was going to say prawn cocktail, but I don't... Oh, I feel because it's slightly Italian. Maybe I should do like um something italiany like oh like maybe <laughs> maybe like some <laughs> maybe like some ciabatta with um you know uh sun-dried tomatoes and uh mozzarella what is that one that's really popular now the cheese i can't think what cheese it is um and it's a lovely starter because I've had it as a starter. Oh, the, um, oh, the, mm. oh my gosh. I've actually cooked it and I can't really do it at home, but it's brilliant restaurants. It is halloumi. Halloumi, yes, that's the one. Mm. Ha- grilled halloumi. Now grilled that's halloumi. a good ah. starter. Yeah, all right, we'll do some grilled halloumi. We'll do, uh, <laughs> that seems good. I can't really do it properly, lasagna. but yeah, I'll give it a go. We'll have lasagna and then we'll have a creme brulee for, uh, dessert and obviously this is going to be served to our six guests that we invited for dinner and um, I'm sure they, they'll have a lovely time between sure courses. I have got a question though. Oh, go if you're going to be serving all of these courses yeah, what are you going to be serving as a drink? That's the important thing. Uh, probably red wine maybe red like wine? A Merlot. Yeah, probably. It's Italian, isn't it? So maybe maybe some red wine. Um, but, I mean, you know, whatever you fancy, really. You can have a gin and tonic. You can have some bubbles. What are you serving? Okay. Well, I don't know. I quite fancy. You can get, like, um, like a chocolate red wine. Have you heard of that? Ooh, interesting. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I have. Actually, I'm saying it was interesting. I had some. Um, yeah, delicious. Um, although it doesn't really taste chocolatey. Oh, but maybe not. Maybe I'll I stick with martini and lemonade. <clears throat> it gives it sort of body or whatever. But um, yeah, I love a red wine. So, okay. yeah. On that note. Well, I've got a question. Did you know mm-hmm. that you can actually get your eyeballs tattooed? No, I did not. <laughs> I do now. Yeah, you, you can. I, uh, no, not for me. No, absolutely no, not. not. For I, me I, either. I, I, I don't have any, well, I was going to say, do you have any tattoos? I don't, mainly because I'm really indecisive. So I, you know, you can't wash them off. No. So that would, that would be pretty, you know, stupid of me to go, yeah, I'm going to have such and such done. And then be like two weeks later, I don't like it anymore. Well, this is the thing. There is one tattoo that I would love to have done. Just as a little memory of the children when they were younger. Um, oh, I thought you were going to say like Elvis's face on your face or something. No. <laughs> Whitney on the other side. Not quite. And the Chuckle Brothers. <laughs> no. 
We'll have a bit of magic, Mike, as well. I was about to drink some water, and yeah, that could have been really disastrous. Um, anyway, so what is this? <laughs> what no. is this tattoo? Well, I, when the children were younger, they'd always make a point of going and picking me daisies wherever we went, be it the park, the school, wherever we went. If they saw daisies, they'd pick them and give them to me. So I would like to have a daisy chain. Mm. However, I... I'm not confident enough to go and do it because knowing my luck, if I went and had this tattoo done and I didn't like it and I couldn't remove yeah. it, I'd regret it. Where would you have the daisy chain though? Maybe around, like my around wrist your wrist or my ankle. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. I don't I mean, around your ankle, you could just wear socks all the time. You could, but then you're going to be a bit stuffed in the summer, aren't you? Especially at the beach. Yeah. You know, with your socks still on. Yeah. Hello, can you no, not for me. I, I, I'm not against them. I think when they're done, uh, well, actually, I say this: when people have good work done, brilliant. When they have bad work done <laughs> and it looks really awful, and especially when the color starts to fade, do, do, you must have seen this. And I, so not even if they're black, they, the black uh, ink starts to fade and it looks just a little bit yeah. washed up. Mm evidently you went somewhere cheap it's not good it doesn't look good but when people get really good work done i'm like that i can appreciate it it's just not going on my body yeah it's not going on me and it is because i'm indecisive so i you know i've had um different piercings and they've lasted for just a few months because i've gone oh i don't like it now you know yeah so it's maybe one day maybe one day i will go and get my my um my daisy chain yeah, I, I like that idea though. On my Especially tattoo, it's, on my on my tattoo on list. Tattoo. <laughs> on my tattoo list. On my tattoo list. <laughs> <laughs> on my to-do list. <laughs> there we go. So we'll all stay tuned for that. <laughs> right. So would you rather? I love a would you rather question. Would you rather be <laughs> naked at work for one hour, or? be dropped off two miles from your house whilst naked and you have to get yourself back to your home? Well, I'll be honest with you. Near to where I live, there's a lot of hedges. <laughs> so I'm going to go with the two miles from home only because if I see anybody come in or if I see a car come in, I'll jump in the nearest bush or <laughs> jump into the nearest field and hide. It's a win-win, right? It's a win-win. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I kind of feel like I might have already done these. Like, well, sort of. I'm not like a conventional word, but that when I used to go, when I sometimes used to go for castings, um, because for a very (laughs) brief time I did some modelling, I would be asked to take my clothes off. I like so I kind of feel like maybe I don't don't know if it's an hour, but you know maybe I don't know. But um, I feel. Oh, which one would I rather do? I kind of think I'm going to go for the two miles from home as well, just because it'll be another story, wouldn't it? Like, it'll be just a really good story. So if I got dropped off two miles from my home, completely nude and had to get myself back, I think that would be quite funny. I think I would find it funny as well. 
So yeah, I'm going to go for two miles from home. That's what I'm going with. That's what you're going with. And let's just hope it doesn't happen though. I don't know if I'd, I used to get this, um, I used to get like weird dreams where I would, in my dream, I would wake, I would think that I was awake, but I would be naked, but I'd be off, you know, doing daily things. Yeah. So I hope it's not a premonition. Mm. Me too. What is the one thing that you wish you'd never bought? Oh, God. So in 2003, I bought this laptop and it was like about 400 billion pounds. And I had it for about seven months. And That's um, expensive. You know that, right? Well, I don't think it was. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't actually that much. But it was, about, it was like about two grand. And it wasn't even the brand that you think it was. But it was super expensive. And I'd saved up and I oh. bought it, whatever. And um, I had it for seven months and I took it upstairs quite enthusiastically, sort of ran up the stairs and the lead had caught around the the knob of the banister. I hadn't quite (laughs) realised that I continued enthusiastically going across the hall and um, the laptop flung back and what it, it bounced down the stairs. And oh. I thought, oh, it should be all right. Opened it up and um, and it wasn't okay. The screen was broken and then we tried to get it repaired, but it was going to cost almost as much as the laptop. It was going to cost almost as much as the laptop itself cost to get it repaired. So I was like, oh, I might as well buy another one. Not that I had the, like, not that I'd literally spent everything I had on this. I'd saved up for it. And then my mum was like, oh, we'll try and, we'll try and, um, claim it on the house insurance. And then they discovered the, the home insurance, they didn't have contents. They only had buildings. So we couldn't even claim oh, it on the wow. home insurance because they, brilliant for them because then they discovered they didn't have it. So they got the contents insurance. Not great for me because I had a laptop that I'd spent a fortune on. And I, on, I don't think I threw it out and I'd, well, I, I disposed of it very eco-friendly, but I didn't. I don't think I actually physically got rid of it until about like 2012 because it hurt me. So the, the pain of all so that money and only, only happened. So that's the one thing that I wish I'd never bought because you know I didn't get very much use out of it at all. Oh, same question good. to you. No, same question to me. Same wow. question to you. I'm going to go back way back to old college days. You may be able to remember this. <laughs> Well, you're certainly not going to say that bloody blue hoodie because that was worth every single penny. <laughs> oh, you are such the comedian tonight. <laughs> um, so when we were in college together, do you remember yeah. me uh, nagging my mum to order me a Nokia phone, a very small Nokia phone? Do you remember this oh, phone? Oh, the tiny one, yeah. yeah I remember the phone. Yeah, red in colour. Yeah. And do you remember, remember a certain visit to a certain pub? Well, yeah, I do. Uh, in particular, though, I remember the following day. Because <laughs> I was so confused. Do you want to say this? Are you going to say this story? Oh, yes. So obviously I'd been called into the office because we'd been <laughs> on yet another outing down to the pub. Down to the pub. <laughs> down to the pub. And uh, we spent quite a lot of time there in college, didn't we? We were we, very yeah, naughty. We did. I don't very think we get away with that anymore, but we did. But um, it was... We did. Very naughty, but very sociable. 
Yes, very sociable. Indeed, indeed. Mm. To the point where apparently I would lend my phone to people I didn't really know, and then came home without my phone. Um, Trust that hadn't stupid quite been paid and for. Yes. <gasps> yeah, I didn't know it hadn't been paid for. Yeah, no, it hadn't been paid for. It was still being paid for. So, oh. yeah, and I had I to go quite a I while without that. a phone after that as well. But the thing is, though, back in the day, I, cause I do remember because you called me and I didn't turn up the following day for college. And you called mm-hmm. me and said, the police are involved. I was like, oh, not again. My mother's going to go. She's just going to flip her lid. Um, <laughs> um, but we never used to really. I used to have a mobile phone back then, but I didn't use it because like, who was I going to speak to? Everybody that I was going to speak to was there with me on that day, whether it was you or other people we went to college with or whatever. Yeah. And then at the weekends, we would just use the landline. Yeah, but it was all and the about evenings. snakes. Oh, yeah, the snakes. Snakes. And like what level? I mean, God, yeah. now if we looked. We should try and get one of those phones and see what it's like. So what, <laughs> see what it's, I bet it would be like awful. Like I know. the dark ages trying to trying to make it work. All about the snakes. All about the snakes. Snakes. <laughs> <laughs> now little useless fact for you but apparently astronauts say that space smells like hot meat oh you're right so next time you're in a kebab shop after a night out and you in you know you sniff it in just think i am smelling space ah and that's the end of this week's show it's come to an end Remember to join us next week as we will be blindly making our way through more subjects, more more topics and, and giving even worse advice than we gave this week. Um, don't forget, gentle reminder, don't forget that you can stream all available episodes now on and it's available across every single platform. But with that being said, I've been Chris Powney and my co-host this week has been the one named Wonder. Anne-Marie. <laughs> and we'll see you next week for more Jibber Jabber. Mm-hmm.